0: Okay, there we go. There we go.
1: Um, <clears throat> so today I have the pleasure to talking to Anna, a good friend of Liquid, and Liquid's <laughs> at the. What do you? What do you? Can Liquid is acting as the Jamie today, and yeah. How you doing today, Anna? <laughs> I'm doing swell. How are you? I'm doing i'm doing good I, I know you're like you you already said this we've had a whole conversation for our depression record <laughs> i am glad you are able to hang out with me today um shoot i don't even know what to talk about other than we both <laughs> hopped out the hyperdrive how how was how was your day i don't yeah yeah i gotta i gotta smooth this into the situation now okay um
2: well my day was fine, I guess. Um, running around back and forth to the grocery store and to the nail store. Um, I have a friend coming over tomorrow who is supposed to make me and a couple of other friends um, crab fries. So just like fries with like crab and lobster and shrimp and like gooey cheese and stuff. So I had to get a bunch of ingredients today for that. Um, yeah, and then that I had to get really some- good. I've am I'm, i I'm, I've seen pictures and I'm super excited for this so um, I hope it comes out well. My friend's a chef so hopefully it works. I've eaten his food before so um, I know he won't let me down. I'm just kind of uh, waiting in anticipation of like how delicious this is going to be. So um had to I get want, stuff I for want that. <laughs> I will I definitely send you pictures. Pies. I will definitely send you pictures. I, I hype this guy up a lot. So I know I'm gonna take all the snaps and all the pics and it's gonna go on Instagram and all the good stuff so I can hype him up some, like even more.
1: Is he a chef out of, well, of course he's probably out of Dallas.
2: Yes. Um, he's worked at a couple places. Um, I can't even, I don't know exactly where he's worked actually. I know like some places that he's worked, he's also worked with me. That's how I know him. Um, but I know like he went to school and stuff and he's like stamped an official and he's been doing it for like ton of years. So um he's yeah, he's pretty he's pretty top notch.
0: Well that's what's up. That's what's up.
1: So where <laughs> what do you do for a living? I bartend for a living currently. <laughs> You're a bartender. Oh, see, for the longest, I thought you was a waitress, or well, probably, probably both. But that that makes I've it, done it even better. I've done it before. I've done
2: it before. I've done. I've done everything in the front of the house. I've never done anything in the back of the house.
1: As in, <laughs> what What does that mean? I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of like stuck on that. Oh, sorry. It's not, it's okay, so
2: back of the house is like the cooks, dishwasher. I guess. I don't really know what else, I guess. Um, chefs, yeah, all, like pastry people, never done any of that. But I've hosted, well, front of the house, so that I've hosted sense. and bused tables before, and I've waited tables, and I've bartended. So kind of like all the stops in the the uh, in the presentation for the front of the restaurant, I guess you would say. <laughs> That's what I've done.
1: okay cool 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 um like now now i'm on the same page i understand exactly what you're talking about um as far as me i've never bartended i have i worked at bronze and i was a delivery boy for for (laughs) pizza hut no no for domino's and so i know (laughs) delivery and i know i know pain in the ass customers so we can relate on that kind of scale (laughs) most definitely most definitely (laughs) Because when you met me, I was a pain-in-the-ass customer.
2: (laughs) Oh, yes, yes. Well, I mean, you weren't a pain-in-the-ass customer. I think it was, like, after when we butted heads quite a bit. I think we have the same energy, and I think that's why um, we butted heads. But now we're cool, so it's fine.
1: (laughs) That is, yes, it is cool. And and pretty much that's why Liquid and Green were calling us Fire Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so we were very argumentative that. that night. I remember that. Oh, I
2: love to argue. I love to argue.
1: I do too. I do too. It, it's it's fun. <laughs> I should have been in debate. I should have been in debates. <laughs> but actually, like <laughs> the whole the whole reason we were going back and forth, and it was a it was a misunderstanding and literally that's that's what i want to I want to talk to you about that. I want to clear the air <laughs> on that, <laughs> gain some redemption and atonement
2: <laughs> all right <laughs> what I guess what was the misunderstanding again? It was so long ago that I honestly don't remember what the um the argument was about
1: <laughs> that's that's one of my my gifts and curses. I remember everything like. Oh, man. My brain cells are just dying because I remember everything. I'm probably going to die at an early age because of it. But <laughs> the it was, of course, there was like a whiskey too many in at that point, And I was just yes. really blatant about how I felt about it. And it started with a conversation <laughs> about me saying, um, I'll never return to this place. Why should I tip more than 15%? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, oh, and and I I know I know I know you you want to like pull out the guns on me automatically, but hear me out, hear me out. Where I was, where I was coming from, in that from that jump, um, and in my mind, especially at that point when I was drinking, I had a couple too many. Of course, we already went over that part. <laughs> I it was just. And definitely the thought was, "Hey, these people don't know me. I don't know them. Fifteen I, I'm not being an asshole. Fifteen percent is what's asked. There's nothing wrong with me just tipping fifteen percent. The problem was I voiced it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna speak for everyone, but I'm gonna speak for a good amount of people that, uh, 15% is no longer, like, the asked. it's now 18, because the economy, (laughs) but, I mean, like, 18 to 20 is kind of, like, the general rule of where you would tip, um, of course, like, you don't have to, you can definitely tip 15, like, I mean, if you just have, like, a beer and a burger, like no one's going to fight you over, you know, $5, you know, but on the same hand, like, say you order like a bunch of shots and, you know, you're rattling up the crowd and you're being drunk and obnoxious and you only tip 15% with the same attitude, like I'm not going to come back, then that's when people get like upset,
1: you know? I feel that.
0: Actually, so
1: that eighteen yeah. percent, because I've been noticing that like everywhere you go now, that is the required. It's I don't know if that's like a a slid in COVID charge. I heard someone say there's also a COVID charge that people are adding on to it, but everywhere you go, eighteen percent is now the bare minimum.
2: Yeah. So I like to call that. I like to say that that's the rule of thumb, like eighteen to twenty. But it's all it's for for how long I've been doing it. That's pretty much how. It's been like, so I've, I've been in the industry for almost 11 years. And since I've started it's always been like 18 to 20%. So that the COVID thing, um, I know that some people are adding in the COVID, uh, like, I don't know, like the extra gratuity, I guess. But I want to say that's to make up for the cost that was lost when we were shut down. I know with mm. my place, we're not doing that, but we did also increase our food and beverage prices to help fix that. So like, that's not going to us, that's going to the business. So I don't know how it is with that percentage for the whole COVID thing, because we're not doing it. You know, some other
1: people are. I haven't came across it personally, but I've been hearing from my amigos about it. And it's it's just a. It's one of those situations where the mind of a person they'll hear that and it might instantly go to, right, "Well, if you're gonna charge me for this, well, I'm gonna go ahead and deduct that from my tip." You know, that's how some people's mind could be when it comes to thinking about that. And-
2: I think that's kind of I think that's kind of like a crappy way to think about it because. Unless that money, unless that extra percent is going to the server or the bartender or the busser or the back of the house, like that, that percentage is going back into the business. So that server is basically getting shafted two separate ways. Mm. So I don't know, like, like I said, I don't know about how that percentage is supposed to be, but if that's the case where they're throwing on that. Extra percentage to kind of make up for the cost that they've been closed and they're not giving that back to the server. You coming in with that, not you, you general, you coming in with that uh, mentality is basically like we're, you know, like since we're not open to 100% right now, we're also only working for like 50% of our capacity. So if it. someone comes, yeah, if someone comes in, they're just like, uh you know since this extra percentage is on there I'm just gonna take that off of the tip we're also getting shafted for that percentage that we're not getting and then the capacity that we're also not being able to um serve to and then we also are in the middle of a pandemic so we could possibly get sick and have to stay home and then like I think it's just like a,
1: a compilation of a lot of things. <laughs> it makes sense. It it, it makes sense. I and you know it. It makes me feel like an asshole. <laughs> but I like. Don't get me wrong. I I tend to tip. Like not just like to bullshit around or pussyfoot or whatever. I typically do tip a lot most of the time when I go to a place. Um, it's there's there's levels to the
2: <laughs> Just not my law <laughs> then. That,
1: you know what? After this, I gotta oh, you know come what, back to your bar. It was
2: probably me, though. I will say it was probably me because I'm a. I'm, sometimes I can be not a nice lady, and I'm sure if you were giving me attitude, I was probably giving you attitude too. I'm sure I was drinking. I don't know. I mean, I can't say that. Nope, I was not drinking because I was working. Um, ah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it was just me. Maybe you're just like, oh fuck this place, fuck this bitch, I'm out of here, and. That's pretty much
1: how it went. No, we we homies now. Now I got to come roll Uh, back through. I got to come roll back through. (laughs) You don't have to
2: tip me this time. (laughs) All
1: right, I'm going to get you to sign a waiver that says that so you don't feel bad when if I don't, but I'm going to still tip anyway. (laughs) But actually, furthermore with that, one of the other controversial topics for people is I ordered to go, so I don't feel like I should tip because I ordered to go. What is your thought process on that? What's your perspective on that? How do you feel about people that do that?
2: Um, ordering to go and not tipping?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I think you should tip still because I spoke to someone who works at Domino's and basically they get like their hourly, you know, like their whatever the state minimum is. But then mm-hmm. the moment that they go to actually deliver the pizza. Their income drops to $3. So that tip is actually supposed to help them when they're making these deliveries. So by you not tipping, you know, they're getting shafted as well. Um, actually, but it did, it, I guess I it depends know. on where you're getting delivery from, though. Because if you're using like the big corporations, like, you know, like Uber Eats or something like that, mm-hmm. the restaurant itself is getting shafted and also the delivery person is getting shafted. So I get, and that's like a whole nother, you know,
1: thing. Yeah, that is a whole nother, you're right on that one. Like, I wish there was a way to figure that out in general. I know I can speak on Domino's back when I was there, they hadn't moved to the, when you're, it's called drive time or something like that. And they hadn't moved to that. It was, you're still getting paid your, the minimum wage. And, you know, you got your tips. It was Papa John's that was doing drive time. Whenever you was on the road, they cut your paying hat and it turned into, hey, you're going to get a tip when you go out there. So that's where your money comes in. Um, You are correct. He did work at Papa
2: John's. Yeah. Thinking about it now, he was at Papa John's. He wasn't at Domino's. Yeah, he was at Papa John's.
1: And it's it's shitty jobs like it's crazy. I understand it. I understand it. I had a I had my my favorite one was I had a delivery to a church. It was about two hundred dollars. I had to come in more than once with like big boxes of of like just stacked, just stacked. Got all mm-hmm. that. They signed their little receipt or whatever that says, "Hey, we're a church and we're gonna pay this later or something." And they didn't tip. <laughs> they didn't tip. They did not tip. Mm. And it, it, oh, were you trying to say all this is is supposed to happen to me?
2: No, no, not at all, not at all. I'm saying like I would not expect
0: some,
2: I would not expect a church to tip.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought they would consider it like here's paying it forward. You're you're a little kid up there working hard. Now we're gonna show you that we care about our own. No, but besides all <laughs> that. <laughs> That's a, that is, oh, you're, you think,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to put the, I'm trying to put the words together to to not sound like a jerk. Not to you, of course, but
1: no, like churches. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. <laughs> churches
2: aren't, churches aren't taxed and they're getting money from their, from their patrons. You know, like it's—they're not going to tip you. <laughs> they're doing—you know what—they're doing the Lord's work by allowing you to come into their church with these pizzas. That's what they're doing. They're blessing you
0: with this fucking.
1: <laughs> you right. Blessed, mind my selfishness. Had a
0: job at the time.
1: <laughs> mind my selfishness. Forgive me. <laughs> But back to the, the the ordering to go and, yeah, just ordering to go and either not tipping, or for me, if you're not going to tip, I, not, not necessarily tip, how do you feel about a 10%? Like you're not doing the full percentage because you're not there being served. I do understand the concept of they're serving your bags or putting your food together, but they're, they they mm-hmm. aren't there. Serving you. They're not
2: giving you full, yeah, they're not giving you for for full, full service. and that is a that is a rule of thumb. Like if you're getting anything to go or anything delivered, ten percent is where it's at because there is someone getting that, you know? um personally, for me, if I'm like if I get something to go that's like super quick, like I'm just running in and out, then I will tip like ten percent. But if it's a delivery, then I tip more because I live on the fourth floor in my apartment mm. and they have to come up this elevator and like two different hallways and like it's a, it's a beating to get to my apartment so I tip them more if they're going to deliver it but if I'm just like running in and out for something then like yeah you're eating a quick like you know five six bucks or whatever and then like I'm you know like I'm out
1: we're on the same mindset as that man. I I just know people who, who if they're tipping the go I mean, not not tipping to go. If they're ordering to go, your tip is like out the fucking window. I I know for me personally, because I, I went to IHOP the other day and I sat in my little corner by myself because nobody's <laughs> going to IHOP anymore. And my my bill came around. It was about I think it was about thirteen. No, no, it's about sixteen bucks. And the tip, you know, even if you were doing twenty percent, you're only reaching about was like four dollars. And I basically just went ahead to well, whatever. It, I think it's more twenty five percent. I'm not doing math. I am not doing math. Point being, I rounded <laughs> it out to where it was twenty dollars. And you know, it's twenty dollars. It's like, yeah, have at it. So I don't I don't personally think I have a problem with tipping. I have a problem with being drunk and tipping. No. <laughs> <laughs> who i i will say that um i'm on
2: this not same page but like drinking and tipping for me is a hassle because i will always throw away my money like i i've done it before where i'm just like yeah yeah i'm fucked up like it's time to go and just because i like i usually try to just go to places that like i know the bartender um because they're like a friend of mine or something and i will over tip them and basically, like, go home broke. So, mm. same energy, <laughs> just not the same outcome.
1: I <laughs> know uh, I've had because my bar liquid loves to say it's not a bar. Um, I go to I go to Jake's. It's not a bar. It's a burger joint, but that's the burger place. Yeah, yeah the it's burger a bar. Place. Well, it's a restaurant. It's a restaurant that has a bar. Liquid will say it's not a bar. Fuck him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but oh, what was that? What was I saying? Before I went on a tangent. Anyway, point being is, yeah, me going there. I remember there were many a times went in, had a high ass ticket, overtip, and why did I overtip? It was because mainly because mainly because you're drunk, but secondly because just like you know, fuck it, man, I had a good time. The conversation was good. That's that's the other thing. If you had a good time. Yeah, go ahead. Especially if your bartender's in, she's interacting with you, or they're interacting with you, and they're they're really having a good time. Yeah, you feel it. You feel it, and you want to give more. But if you start realizing that it's kind of systematic, because there are times you can just realize you'll realize that they're doing it because of a tip. You know what I mean? it's it's like you can realize you can understand the bartenders that are just doing it because they know. Hey, I'm trying to do this to get a tip from you. Like it's it's not it's not genuine. You know what I mean? It's, you can, you see it when it's uh, early on. Bartender, say say for instance, their first day or something. You can you can feel the they haven't got a good flow of it. It doesn't feel like they're genuine about it.
2: Okay, yes i I can agree with you to a certain extent. So for for me, when it comes to like how I bartend. Um, I, I treat you like you're going to be like, I treat you like you're a customer, Mm. not to say that I'm not friendly or that I, I'm not going to treat you like, like you're my friend, but I always say like, at the end of the day, like you are my customer, like I'm not your friend. So I try to keep a clear line of where I stand with the people that I do serve, unless I like you enough then you can become my friend and that's kind of like a uh, like a not a hard line to cross but like a thick line to cross I guess to be my friend because you like to work to work in the bar that I am currently in the atmosphere is very lax and you can like swear and you like drink and everyone's pretty friendly with each other already so lines can get blurred very quickly, and I'm one of the few that is very, like, if I'm not your friend, I'm not your friend. We can be friendly, but that's kind of, like, that's kind of it. But I do understand what you're saying, like, hey, you're a new customer. Um, Let me be, like, overly friendly to you so that you can, you know, give me a bigger tip kind of thing. But... If that works for you, then why not? Like you're just going to go back, right? If the person's extra friendly, you're just gonna go back and then then you get taken care of. You know, you get free drinks. I don't know. Like I think it works out. and it becomes a symbiotic relationship at the end of it, right? It Maybe they're fake um, at first, but you know, by your fifth time in, you guys are pretty much kicking it. You're getting like a free shot here and there, you know? like, Getting some extra fries, I don't know, like
0: maybe it becomes easier. For me,
1: it was actually the bartenders I had experience with, they were really good about it. The when I was introduced to going to the bar in really gullible state and not understanding it from the jump, they were really good about it. They had already been bartending for for many years. So it felt authentic. It felt authentic. I didn't recognize it until I got mature, drink more, and then watch them interact with others. And then it had me questioning. It started going, Wait, 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 wait. I'm just a number here. <laughs> because like you said, there's I feel like there is a barcode. There's a code for the bartenders. Um you keep that them, you keep that line. you don't go past it, regardless. I've watched I've watched many people have that. Um, i've seen I've seen guys come in and hit on bartenders, and you know, they think they' they think they're getting it, they think they're there, and it's just really because, hey man, I'm trying to get that tip, and I want you to come back and I want to keep you at that spice. I want you to I want you to enjoy me so you can come back, but I want you to also know this line so that way you're still coming back. And that's, I don't know. That kind of feels like that's kind of a thing. It's kind of a thing in a way make you want them in a way so that you can't come back, but you also have right. a firm line. It's yeah, it's, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's kind of like dating the escort cause that's just wrong, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's just like, there's that line, you got to keep that firm line, but you also got to, you kind of make them want you. I actually, it's, it's, it's a great example there was there was a bartender. She got a boob job, and she was just like, "I'm getting a boob job," and she was just like, she was exciting everyone, everyone about it. And when she when she got the boob job, she was she was going, "Hey, look at him," and just showing them like it was nothing. And all the guys were hyped about it, and they were coming in to see her boob job. They understood the firm line, but you know, it's just, yeah. <laughs>
2: I have I can say that I've definitely played that card before like um I don't have a boob job but they're there you know and I've definitely worn like low-cut t-shirts and like super cute shit to get the extra dollars um but for me at the end of the day I'm just like awkward and weird so like me trying to be like cute and fun behind the bar just made me annoyed so i just ended up just wearing t-shirts like normal (laughs) so like the like the attention was kind of weird for me because it wasn't like oh you're fun like let's talk to you it's like oh my god those things and then it just became more
0: annoying than
2: anything you know so yeah now i just use my personality
0: (laughs) yep what they say yourself
2: <laughs> yeah I mean also this is like my younger younger years when I first started working I was like oh, okay like I was I was much thinner like I didn't have bags under my eyes and I was vibrant now I feel like I'm 40 <laughs> and I'm just like all right I guess we can fucking do this like the way that I speak to people now is completely different from when I was younger trying to serve tables and bartend so
1: <laughs> what made you get yeah. into bartending? What what brought you to bartending?
2: Honestly, <laughs> this is um <laughs> Sponge, SpongeBob, actually. <laughs> I have, please tell. I have a crazy obsession with this um TV show and The first episode is when Spongebob gets um, hired at the the Krusty Krab, and he's super excited, and, you know, he's chopping up these burgers and whatever, and he just is, like, a fucking badass, you know? And I was like, ooh, this seems cool. This is what I want to do. And um, my first job was in this airport, and I was, like, a cashier, and it was nothing like the fucking show (laughs) and then for some reason like I got my first like paycheck and I was like "Ooh, this is cute like I like this kind of money (laughs) and then um someone was like oh yeah you should you should uh like try to be like a host or whatever now and I was like okay cool so then I ended up doing that but then I got fired from that job I'm not gonna say why and then I ended up being um like a host slash expo at like this kind of like upper scale, like mom and pop restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I think I served tables one day and I was like, Holy shit. Like, this is not like, this money is good. And this is what I need to do. So like I kind of fast tracked to doing that and like learned all the menus and whatever I need to do. And it was honestly, after, after everything, it was the money. Like, I, I've i never worked at, like, a fast food place or, like, like, worked for, like, minimum wage or whatever. Like, of course, when I first started, yeah, but I was only at the place for, like, maybe a couple months. But after that, it was just, like, the cash that I was, like, the cash in hand feeling and then being able to make, like, a certain amount of money a day for just walking around and fucking smiling. Like, I was, like, okay, I'm here. Like, I'm with it. And then I was, I'm I'm fairly driven. So uh, from there, I was like, what's the highest level I can go into doing this? And so there I ended up bartending, then I ended up managing a restaurant, then managing a bar and that shit was stressful. And I was like, I don't like it. I just want to bartend. And then, so I went back just into solely bartending and that's kind of where I am now. Dope.
1: Ah, uh, that, that sounds dope as fuck. Wait, wait, wait. The <laughs> thing that I was thinking about though is, like, the money though. Because when you're a waiter or a waitress, you're getting paid. What is that? Because they, I know they cut the minimum wage in half. What is it? What is it? How do you get is,
2: so? So we only get two dollars and thirteen cents an hour, which we basically don't see because, like, it's it's like
0: that that's our so that's nice.
2: our minimum. But because we make more than the minimum, you don't you don't see your paycheck essentially. If that makes if that makes sense.
1: Wait, explain it again for me, so I can just try to understand.
2: Okay, so we get paid two thirteen. That two thirteen mm-hmm. is basically just to cover like our labor and like what is guaranteed that we have to make. Like, that is our minimum. But because normally servers and bartenders, they make more than 213, depending on a day. um, We don't really get like a physical paycheck because we're getting paid like by tips.
0: Mm.
2: And so depending on the company you work for, you either get cash at hand at the end of the day or you just get a, you know, like an actual paycheck with your tips on it, but not your hourly,
1: if that makes more sense. yeah it does. it does okay. Uh, that sucks, but ah, uh, that fucking sucks. no, uh, no, but obviously, <laughs> you being hyped about the cash in hand, you're you have to be making a good amount to be able to be inspired to keep doing it, you know,
2: um, what? yeah. like, so for a brief moment, I actually was like, you know what? I don't like the hours that I'm working because since I've worked in bars for a really long time, like normally you're not getting off of work until like three in the morning, you don't get home till four. Like, um, I was like, I'm tired of these hours. Like I'm tired of sleeping till three to try to go to work and then having to be awake until four in the morning. So I try to get out of it and, um, you know, apply for like just regular basic, like entry level, like office positions or something like that. And like walking into the places I was like, these, this is not, like this does this atmosphere doesn't seem fun and i think that's what kind of drew me back into staying staying in the industry because although it is like hard work not really physically but like mentally mm-hmm. um it's like i've always worked in like a fun environment and i never wanted to like leave that i was tired for a bit but then i was like eh. I don't think I can do anything else. Especially to work for especially to work in a place where you're pretty secluded and you're not making as much
1: with and people that you you're soul to out, your out 24 way. fucking 7. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That makes me if you that's how you feel about that because in Europe they're they basically focus in on paying their waiters and waitresses
2: a livable wage
1: the, yeah <laughs> like a, a livable wage they pay them a right. livable wage and i know in france it's looked down upon to get a tip they oh shit yep. france don't they don't agree with a lot of our customs they are a lot chiller than us in in certain ways but i know mm-hmm. especially when it comes to tipping um yeah they look down on you for tipping would you would you prefer to have a livable wage or would you like to keep it this way
0: um
2: i think uh, i'm very 50-50 with it um because if it was if it was more consistent then i definitely would like it where it's like i don't have to worry about anything like if i can just go to work do my job i don't have to worry if i need to make like an extra 50 bucks for something like if it was like that where I'm just I go to work I come home go to work and come home then yeah I would definitely be fine with it but I know that for us like there's some days where we don't make shit which is crappy but then there's some days that we walk out of there with like our rent in one day you know and then give me, give have me the an example next.
1: you're like a what's what's one of your memorable high points
0: um I guess there's there's
2: like maybe two like two or three I want to say my first one was when I was leaving El Paso um I was leaving El Paso and it was kind of like my going away shift and Mm. One table tipped me like a hundred bucks and then it kind of just went down the line from there where like everyone was pretty much over tipping me to like kind of go to like move here to Dallas. So that was a really, like I made like $400 that day and I only worked for like maybe four, four or five hours.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a good day.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> And then um I guess the second time I was working at this hotel bar, well, it's a hotel, but like there's a bar in it or whatever, and it has a pool and all this shit. And um I was waiting on this one table, and this guy just kept on buying like bottles and rounds and stuff like that, and his tab ended up being like a $1,000, mm-hmm. and... You know, like twenty percent of that or I think twenty percent of it is five hundred. Don't quote me, but he tipped five hundred, so I got to walk with that off this one table, you know.
0: That's so I would say um
1: Wait, can you hear me?
0: Oh yeah, sorry.
1: Okay, okay. I didn't know what happened. I heard like a I heard like a vehicle, but um I was stopping because my like my math cringe came in for a second. I was almost I almost had to pause. I was like, wait, twenty percent one one thousand. That's not five hundred. <laughs> that's fifty. Is it not? That's no fifty percent of uh one thousand is five hundred. Fifty. Oh,
2: okay. Well, then
1: my math is wrong, but I still got five hundred dollars. <laughs> that's 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 right. As long as that math matters. Yes, those are
2: the two times that I can think of. Like that, I was like, okay, this is tight. Like, this is why I'm here, kind of thing.
1: So in that case, you wouldn't want it to go to a livable wage or a a standard payment of, I don't know, maybe if they made it around the board where it was $15 an hour as the base and bare minimum that they actually gave waiters and waitresses, that it just wouldn't cut it because some days can be extreme and you would then just be stuck with the same norm. Oh, I mean, yeah. you, you lose the fun out. You lose the fun out if you ask me. The fun kind of gets sucked out of it.
2: I I can yeah I can agree with you, and I think that's
0: why I'm like fifty fifty on it.
1: That's I, I really don't have any quarrels with it. Like it's I would like for waiters and much to get paid more. It would be cool for that to be a thing. But when you hear the actual stories from it, you understand why it is the way it is, and then it just turns into, "Hey, tip your fucking waiter. Tip your fucking waiter."
0: Yeah. There, yeah.
1: there was a there was a comedian. Um, what's his name? Is it? Is it C K. Lewis or? All I don't know it's it's the it's the way it's the, the comedian that basically he got in trouble for asking women if he could like basically jack off in front of them. Whatever his name is, C K. Lewis, I think. The oh, point, the god. Point is, yeah. Wait. What, the, wait. What? Yeah, he got he got yeah. he got in trouble for that shit. He asked the woman, he said, um, hey, is it okay if I, you know, do this deed in front of you? And the woman <laughs> said yes, and he did it. And then afterwards she was like, Oh my god, I was so terrified. Ah. And and but she said she gave him permission, but he got in trouble for that. And then he got in trouble with some other shit. He's he's a wild ass guy, but he's funny as fuck. Um, uh, I don't condone any of his behavior. But he he had, a, he had a comment or a joke he made in one of his stand-ups. And basically what it got to was, who the fuck are you to determine what someone, you know, how can you be so judgmental? Who the fuck are you? Just tip your people well and go about your day. Shut the fuck up. If they didn't bring you enough water, you don't need to sit there. And I don't know, I, the point he was making is this, he was just basically saying, stop being so judgmental and shit and just tip them well. They're there. They're... I wish I could pull up the bit for you so you could actually hear it. As soon as Liquid leaves, it would be better if we could just pause, you could hear it, and then you would understand it. Because the way he tells the joke, it's hilarious. Because it, it plays into this whole sequence where he's saying, you tip them well and then they can go feed their parents or pay for somebody's cancer. And then yeah. you, could, you could be tipping them well and they could be you could be funding a serial killer or some shit. Either way, you tip well. But I'm butchering this joke. The point is, yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely am brought into more light on it. I, I, yeah, I encourage anybody to fucking tip. Tip. Tip your waiters and waitresses, not because we're in COVID, because they're awesome <laughs> people.
2: <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a lot of uh, underlining, underlining things that people don't know, like, happens behind the scenes. And, it's kind of stressful sometimes. So, yeah, tip your tip your people cuz that's how they live.
1: <laughs> what what goes on behind the scenes though?
2: I well, like I mean like in in general people are selfish. And you get a lot of customers that they go there because they want to have a good experience, you know, because they're thinking about their time and what they want when they get there and not to say that they shouldn't have a bad experience i'm saying like when you go out to eat you're just like yeah this is about to be a fun time i got me my crew like you know my my family whatever like we're about to have dinner but
0: mm-hmm.
2: you're thinking about you and your people and not the fact that you know like a waiter for example um or waitress uh that they're not just serving you like they're serving you know, five to 10 other tables. They're trying to, you know, split checks, get waters, get extra, you know, get extra drinks, make drinks, run food, bus tables, help other people out, like getting yelled at by the chef, like getting yelled at by the manager, they can't pee, they haven't eaten all day, like, They're getting yelled at by a customer because there's no lemon in their iced tea or the Diet Coke is flat or, you know, like just like things that, like that, that's what I mean, like behind the scenes. You go in there for a nice time, you can have a very good time, but sometimes people get overwhelmed. And most times they're not just doing one singular thing to serve you, they're working on 10 different things at one time and it's just like have a little patience.
1: <laughs> not to mention on top of all that, they're still attempting to smile in your face and not punch your fucking face in.
2: Yes, there man, there has been there's been some times.
1: <laughs> where... tell, me, tell me your worst night. Tell me your worst night. I you I'm pretty sure you remember it.
2: <laughs> the worst? Oh um, well I guess there's two times. There's always I don't know why there's only two for me, but um so when I first started working and then the second time is when I was working at this bar. So the first time, um I was like freshly like maybe 17 or something and I barely started serving tables and this lady calls in a to go order and it's like a super huge order and I forget to ring it up. Like, I forget to ring in the whole order. So oh now, God. so now the, actually, no, this happened twice. Okay, let me tell you the, the one that I think is way crispier. So there's <laughs> a, there is a 25 tops. So it is 25 people. And this lady sits down first and she's like, I just want a salad, you know, no protein. Uh, like, this is all I want. And so I was like, okay, cool. I thought I rung it up. I did not. All the rest of her people show up and she's like, I have to go. Like, where's my salad? And I'm like, it's on the way. It's on the way. Like, you know, thinking I rang up the salad and they're just falling behind because they have a table of 25 people with like kids and you know, whatever. Um, no, I didn't ring up the salad. So then this lady, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't ring up your salad. Like, I'm going to ring it up right now and just know that it's going to take a couple minutes. Like, I'm finally getting going. And she was like, you've been lying to me the whole time. And she fucking blew up on me. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. This is my first time. You know, and it was just like super overwhelming. And I had other tables to take care of as well. And yeah, so she flipped out on me and she was like, I don't want my fucking salad. I'm bouncing. And I was like, oh my God. So then of course my manager is like, you know what the fuck Anna like what are you doing and I'm just like I'm really sorry like I didn't notice like and I was trying to get all this stuff done and blah blah blah. like I'm just really overwhelmed and um my manager didn't yell at me she was just like it's okay you can breathe and then I started fucking crying in the middle of the dining room (laughs) and like like shoulder like shoulder shrugging crying like heavy like I fucked up I'm gonna get fired um And so that was my first time that I had, like, a really bad customer. Like, I guess it wasn't even her fault. It was my fault because I fucked up. But I was just really overwhelmed, and I cried. And everyone made fun of me for, like, the rest of the time that I worked there.
0: Um, So that was pretty
2: shitty. I know. I know. And so the second time, um, it's kind of – I guess it's a little touchy. uh, But I was working at this dive bar, and I was the only – person of color that worked there. And mm. um this is right around the time that uh Donald Trump was being elected president. And so for and the people that I worked for, they are very political and they had like C span on the T V shows and they would have like watch parties of like the debate and things like that. So we were it was a very like political driven bar. And um I work there and this guy comes in and Um, I introduced myself, and I'm like, yeah, I'm the assistant GM here, you know, whatever, like, blah, 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 and he made a comment and was like, oh, you're, like, so, like, well-spoken, and that kind of set me off, and I was just like, okay, I'm not, like, my, I was polite about it, I was just like, thank you, why wouldn't I be, and then kind of stepped away, and then, um, Like, that got me heated for the rest of the night, and my GM, who was there, saw how upset I was and basically, like, just kind of sent me home. Um, And that was, like, the, I guess, just one of the few remarks that people have made. But um, he ended up getting kicked out of the bar because he tried to start a fight with somebody else, and he got his ass beat. So, inadvertently, I got to see um, him get mopped, but it wasn't by me. (laughs) <laughs> I'm glad so the like... universe did its job. <laughs> yeah, basic, basically, no one, no one likes microaggressions, and the Lord was on
1: my side. <laughs> well, that um, like that quite like that, basically, turns to another question. For right now, we're in this period in well America that basically everyone's screaming black owned this black owned that black own mm-hmm. everything have you considered i don't know because I, I don't know where a black bar is actually i do know where a black bar is and and i have a lot of you know that's, another, that's a whole nother conversation but have you considered <laughs> either joining a black owned thing or I don't know, cause I have my own personal things that's making me just unravel my whole question, cause it's like it's going all over the place. But yeah, how 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 are you? And and when it comes to that, are you feeling like you should be going to something that's black owned, or do you think we should keep um, it a melting pot the way it is?
2: Um. Well, I for me, I am mixed. I so like I'm Afro Latina. So I kind of try to balance myself between the two worlds. Um, Mm -hmm. but I, I am very like, I do have a lot of like black pride and a lot of the products that I use, like for my hair or my skin, they're made by black people, but it's not, Mm -hmm. it had nothing to do with like the current movement that's happening. It's literally just because like I mixed, they know what they're doing and why and why not so and yeah and so and like but i'm very like i use like organic and natural products so like that to me is also a plus that i can find that within the black community but i've been doing that for like a while like it's not anything new to me you know um as of right now i guess i'm i guess i'm more a little outspoken about it because it is a it is a conversation that needs to be had and it's a conversation that is starting to spark for a lot of people and i'm i'm definitely okay with people you know jumping on the bandwagon and supporting businesses that are black you know and i think that's a really great thing because i i'm in a couple groups like on facebook where it's like you know black restaurants or black businesses and I read one article that a guy, he was, like, struggling to, he had a, a bookstore, and mm-hmm. he was, like, struggling to sell books, and now that he's in this Facebook group, pretty much his books are flying off the shelf because That's of awesome. this, right, because of this, like, large, larger movement now, and I think it's great. I'm not saying that we should not support other businesses that are not colored, but, Yeah, why not support the homies, you know? Like what yeah, what is it what is it hurting anybody else?
1: Anything it's building so we can have more options to do more and come together together. Um please share that page with me. I don't know if you've been well, Facebook's algorithms and bullshit, but I'm really (laughs) trying to get more information on black owned this, black owned that. I came across Oh yeah, I'm in a
2: couple of them and I'll send them to you.
1: Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Matter of fact, posted in um the Zuzu Rodeo thing. It's this thing called the feed. We'll we'll talk. Um, <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but yeah. But um. But yeah. I. Because my my goal is to. Basically, I want to keep having this conversation, so we can acknowledge the things that I feel are. I don't know a concern or a conflict on why we don't come together and actually help each other i there I think there are things that we need to make it more efficient. Don't get me wrong, a Facebook group is great, but think of what you could do with an app, and I understand there's there are apps out there, but I have this idea, and I really want to put it all together um and I want to keep saying and stressing this part um. It's important to have a source for for just black owned people as like as in a black grocery store. I'm hearing all these things about black restaurants, black artists, black, just black artists, all these other things that are black, but nothing that's more of a source if you get what I mean and i I really want yeah, I really would like to have a black grocery store so people could go in and out and not go in and out, but yeah, it'd be great to have that It'd be great to have that.
2: I think I think that's a good idea, too. I think I don't think I don't think that there's anything wrong with building um, another source so that we have these options, because I mean, even just even just going into like a normal, like, you know, Target or Walmart or Kroger or whatever, and to even get like just hair products that are ethnic is kind of stressful because like, they're either they're it's very limited so you have to you have to really kind of wiggle your way and find a place to actually get something instead of me just being like yeah yeah I'm just going to run to target and pick up some stuff like no I have to like go to this one specific beauty supply store you know 30 minutes away because they have this one product that works for me does that make sense
1: Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. Um, A parallel for me me is going to a community that's not necessarily heavily populated with your color. I could have just said a white community. And (laughs) you, you go into the store and you find this small little area on this aisle that says ethnic and they crowd every race in this one little area. Right. And I think. uh, I think. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 you caught me. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was, (laughs) I was gonna say if I'm kind of uh, extending, I'm extending on your. um, (laughs) I Lost my train of thought. I'm extending (laughs) on your. uh, (laughs) I'm extending on your sentence because you you are correct. Like yeah, like I think. Although there are not um, like a there isn't like a large black community for like grocery stores and stuff. That's the I feel like that's the same struggle all people of color have because you are you are put in this one aisle with like Hispanic food, black food, Asian food, and then like they're also not being equally represented as well.
0: Does you know?
1: Yeah yeah and that's that's the that's the other conversation that starts so many other co- yeah starts so many other conversations and we have to figure out how to find the right balance between it because the last thing you want to do with any of this is start a desired segregation
0: right and I uh, it that's
1: one of the things that not necessarily well yeah bothers me because mindsets get formed around hey we need to stay black and keep it black but we forget that we are all into this in this together and you got to keep you got to keep mindful you got to keep that in mind i don't know exactly how you actually the, the the thought experiment i was going along with it you make you make it you make the option available so when if, when things occur like George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, all of that, you can now make your protests more efficient by having the protests, but also attacking the money. If you have that situation go down, if if these if all these options are provided where you have an app and you know where you can go to support just your race, you can instantly switch it. You can just Instantly go to that, and then everybody will feel it on more levels than they would feel with just the protest. And that's that's how I'm looking at it. It gives you a new option. It helps you. It helps you get your message across even further.
2: I I definitely um, agree with you to a certain to a certain degree, because I don't want. The other people of color to get lost in the transcript of only like like i all i want to agree with you but i also don't want to segregate the other people of color because they have all experienced pretty much we all have same experiences we're just different shades and i think what i do like about like the black lives matter movement currently is that it's an umbrella and every mm-hmm. other race that's not represented, every under gender that's not represented is is under that umbrella. And that as a whole, is basically speaking for a lot of inequalities for everyone that has been like just like racially profiled, you know? like just a lot of like for a lot of things. So I do want to have like black owned things, but I also want to have like, a lot of Asian owned things and like Latino owned things. Like I want them to be equally represented so that they're so it's more accessible. So I'm I'm not like it's I would like those stores to be on the corner as well. If I just wanna pop it and get some rice or pop it and get some beans, you know, like I won't I won't feel the need to like have to go to one or the other. Like I can just go. It won't it I- wouldn't be like a. It wouldn't be like a second thought to me. That
1: I feel like me using easy. rice
2: and beans was a very di- like a very inappropriate way to <laughs> use.
1: Yeah.
2: I want to take that. Your heart was
1: there. Your heart was there. That's that's the. I that's
2: the, feel you know? so fucking stupid for using that analogy now.
1: Um, <laughs> can I use a different one? <laughs> I mean, you you can use no, different one, but but the thing is, like that's a whole other thing. No one's gonna counsel you for saying what you were saying to make a valid point. And I would that's I would like that too. I would love to be able to not have to think about it. You know, it, I would love to be able to not have to think about it. I know the 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 thing we all struggle about is finding. The balance between it to where it doesn't feel like we're just supporting one race, because we're in a melting pot. This this thing is we're in this shit together, and correct. I I because I, I get the I get the idea of you build these things up, so your community can have it. For me, for instance, um, Oak Cliff is pretty much actually Oak Cliff is a melting pot nowadays there's a mix between hispanic <laughs> hispanic black there's probably like a small number of asians but not like enough i think there's like only one asian lady and she's i only see her one time moving back and forth on like poultry but besides all that it's a, you, you make a very valid point and you got to figure out how to how do you do that because then if you start going black lives Matter is taking care of all of these other minority branches then it kind of sounds like you need to change the title of that shit and not to necessarily go to all lives matter <laughs> and just fuel the right. to... <laughs> But <laughs> and, you, and you don't call it minorities matter because you get it it's it's, <laughs> it's just it's it's just one of those things where it <laughs> minority matters m m's there you go right there there you go movement i um no but but yeah, yeah I, I I don't... It's that back and forth. Some people argue that you're just calling a name and you're having these names so you can make people pin against each other, but I yeah, we, we're in this shit together, and I'm fucking now just getting to that wall where I just go back and forth, and the only thing I can think to do is to just try to build so we can connect these people more. That's that's where you start. You start with connecting them, because who said you can't have a... um. You can't build black and also Latino and all that stuff up together and just fuse together. It's there. You know it's there now and just then just fuse it together.
0: Yeah, I think there's I I don't
2: understand why there is a conversation. I think my my biggest. Um. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but like, if I, if I just tell someone like, Hey, this is not that cool. And it's kind of offensive. It, the other person should just be like, my bad. Let me educate myself. Instead of it being a conversation like, well, you're just being soft or, you know, I'm profiled too because I look a certain way, but they really don't. And, you know, like they try to compare with you when there's really no comparison
1: you get me? I do get you. I do get you. Yeah. It's it's different. It's uh it's a it's a whole nother story. It's the it's the feeling you don't get when you go into the store and someone's watching you thinking you're about to steal something.
0: Right.
2: And I don't think that a lot like the people who are fighting against this, like they will never they will never understand that feeling or that fear of having just like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna go buy a fucking candy bar. And you can't even, you know, walk around the store with someone like looking over your shoulder. And like, they won't, like the people who are arguing this will never know that feeling. And it just kind of baffles me that you have to, like one, you have to explain this to them. And then when you do try to explain it to them, your whole conversation is diminished because they don't understand and they don't want to understand. And that is like the biggest thing that gets me upset. I guess when it comes to, you know, like this conversation.
0: What would you, what would you do?
1: What would you do?
2: Um, you mean like having a conversation with someone?
1: More along the lines, if you were, if you could figure out how to fix this if you were to make this world as as pure and perfect as it could possibly be or to correct the shit that's going on, what plan would you set in motion?
0: Um I honestly
2: I I really don't know. Like I would I would try to make sure that different cultures are represented equally. So that no one's no one's fighting to be heard because that's basically where we are. Like I would try to I would try to implement things, I guess, so that everyone everyone is being heard. Um I guess like are you like are you talking about like a reality or like I guess like perfect life in my dreams kind of thing?
1: You know? Like <laughs> <laughs> How about both? No. Nah, um <laughs> 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 well, honestly when i when i hear that because the first thing i run to is is equally subjective how do you decide what's equal do you literally throw it to a through a through a numbers through a numbers funnel or you just kind of want to focus on you know justice when you hear it you want to want to make sure everyone's represented correctly hello Hello. Okay. Can, were you, can you still talking? I mean, now. <laughs> no, I, I, it literally, it literally, I think we just cut out. Like, that was, that was not cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like you, it would say, you sounded very alien-like, and then I was like, um, can you repeat the question? And then it was like, silence.
1: <laughs> so, welcome to the horrible world of doing this shit not in the same room and i swear i'm on a shriek every cast there is a moment where we literally just doop, and then i gotta say hey hey you're there? You, you there it's it's bootleg i you know maybe somebody will hear this and they'll be like you know what we we see that they're struggling so we're gonna we're gonna pay for them some better shits
2: <laughs> okay so i guess repeat your question
1: <laughs> i don't even remember my question now i i think i was Sorry. piggybacking on on basically equal equally basically ah crap now i gotta let me let me, let me put it together where was <laughs> i breathe gather your thoughts you are <laughs> you are thinking you are thinking you were saying equally you want to make sure everyone's represented equally and then i asked equally
0: how would
1: i oh yeah yeah yeah, there we go is equal subjective how do you how do you make sure people are represented equally do you toss all that through a numbers funnel and just throw it into and you know you just say okay you let it (laughs) yeah or every is just more. Every race
2: gets a every way race gets a month. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um Well, how many
0: races I are there? Let's see.
2: i I know, right? There's like I think I don't know how many countries there are. I wanna say there's like over like over like seven hundred or seven thousand or something. Don't quote me. I feel like I'm gonna. I, I feel like I'm gonna be so stupid on this thing. You
1: know, <laughs> there was there was a, a game called Plague Inc. Everyone started hearing about it because of COVID. Um, but they let you know how many countries there is. I, I I'll find it out if Liquid was still here. But <laughs> but I yeah, and that even that <laughs> wouldn't satisfy anyone. Because what do you do? You you can't just give people a a, a freaking. Um, you can't give people a month well okay it's more well, than that.
2: the uh, try i guess like that was a terrible joke um but yeah like it's i guess i don't know i guess like how like how would you then like I, I guess i'm asking myself this now because it's like i have these ideas i guess they not really ideas in my head but like i have these like thoughts like in a perfect world if we were equally represented then we wouldn't be fighting for equality yeah like you're saying it's it's subjective so like what what is equal but i guess
0: we won't know until everyone feels satisfied Mm, there you go um and now i'm starting to double think
2: like that comment now because i i guess i don't know like i I don't know. I don't like this.
1: <laughs> I don't like this. What you what you got to remember is this shit is complicated and the thing is communication, talking about it to figure it out together because oh, of course. that's all this is. That's all this is. Like and fuck like it, it's okay to be wrong because throughout this whole time of, hey, let me design this thing to represent black. You know, there's that other thought hey, you're forgetting about the supposed big picture. Picture, I do understand there is that desire to build things up black because there's a feeling like we don't have anything. And that's why I guess that's why there's such an a emphasis on it and why everyone's pushing for this. They don't feel like there is anything. And I get it. I, I get it because I look around and I think about Oak Cliff, where I'm from, a lot of places there aren't owned by any black people. You get those racial profile moments because you're in a store that's owned by an Asian person, and you're walking through there. And I mean, there are kids that still. So it's gonna build up this rapport for all right. I'm gonna watch you. You get it, but you you wish it didn't. You wish that wasn't a thing. And one way that you could help with that would be to build that community up from within. It would be nice to have outs well oh, shit. I don't and then you, you start touching that real weird area where you start going, <laughs> it'll be nice to have outsiders in here. But, <laughs> you,
0: <can't say> that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you 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 I, I I'm pretty sure you get me. It's It's a weird, gray area of trying to find the balance between satisfaction amongst this side, this side, and that side. And the problem is everybody wants their side to be right, but it's a spectrum. And I keep preaching that to everybody I fucking talk to. It's a spectrum, and we have to figure this shit out.
0: I mean, do do you think that... Do you think
2: that things are going to change? Do you think that in the next, you know, fucking sixty years, our children are going to be asking these same questions that we're asking?
1: I would, I would hope not. I guess then... your
2: children, because I don't want children, but your children—that's
1: a whole <laughs> other subject. <laughs> my, my, my subject on children is: if I'm rich, I'm probably going to have eight. But oh my I, god, I, why
2: eat? You're not pushing those uh, things out,
1: you know. I'm just gonna have cool baby mamas, but anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, all jokes aside, I didn't mean that joke. Um, <laughs> but um, what was that? What was that going for? I just ruined the tangent that I was on. Sorry, I,
0: I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was, mm. okay, well, kind of,
0: I guess, uh, piggybacking off my question.
1: I and come ask, back to the mic. What? Come back to the mic. You're really distant at the moment. Oh, well,
2: I'm, I, am I, am I fine here, I guess?
1: Okay, maybe it's because you sound like a, It's you're going alien mode, but keep going. Maybe it'll work itself out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so, um, I asked the question because I was having a conversation with someone and I was basically like defending myself and defending other people. And I, my, one of my like small statements was basically like, if my grandmother and my mother and I can compare stories, then where is the change? So do you think that 60 years from now, like our children won't have to be a part of a fucking movement like they can just live you know like what's what's your take on it
1: my personal take is we keep trying the reality of it just the thought experiment of it is you can't you can't get inside these i these heads the heads of everyone and stop the ideas that form because there's a there are social things that happen. I mean we can get better. It appears like we're getting better, but then you hear you hear the revamping of people getting hanged. And that's a whole nother thing in itself. But you hear these stories of these things occurring again and I don't know. I don't know. I I hope all we can do is push the fucking foot forward the best way we can but as i sit here and just look at the history
0: and that famous i hope <laughs> that's that's pretty much that's pretty much all i can do is
1: would hope that for everyone else
0: I
2: think you're making points right now,
0: but like literally
2: <laughs> all I hear is I hope and then it cuts out and then it goes cuz I hope and then you cut oh, out.
1: Oh uh, damn. <laughs> okay. Bear with me. Bear with me one second. I think I can fix this. Give me one second. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, on that note, unfortunately, <laughs> We're gonna get ready to close. And that sounds horrible. I really gotta figure out a better way of closing these things. Like I hate I hate closing them and have to go like, so it's time to say goodbye. You could just do the the out-of-the-box song.
0: What's the the out-of-the-box song? What you've never seen it from Disney?
1: Nah. You gotta oh Oh, it's like so long.
2: So long, farewell to you, my friends. Goodbye for now until we meet again. That's like the reason I mean.
1: And basically... on that note, that's how we end it.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs>